Iowa everywhere. Success in farming is all about precision and efficiency. Ensuring every seed, every drop of water, every nutrient and treatment counts. TerraPlex Ag is helping farmers all over Iowa and the Midwest do just that. With precision ag drone technology and support from TerraPlex, you'll boost your productivity and make timely and informed decisions, all while reducing your costs and increasing your profits. It's time to revolutionize your farming. Harvest the benefits with TerraPlex Ag. Visit TerraPlexAg.com. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris. It is the 27th of December. I am in Memphis, Tennessee. Chris Hassel is back in the lovely state of Florida. As you can see, his beautiful, precious moments, uh, winter wonderland behind him in his wife's office. We are two mm-hmm. guys named Chris. We are presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. As always in the Channel Seed Studios, Matty Van Winkle is back in Bondurant, back on dad duty for the uh, post-holiday hangover with children how are you has good to it's, see you buddy i miss it's been a long time you. since we've done a a live program it has been by the way weeks? can i say real quick that matt yeah. the job matt did on our best of was incredible if you yeah, guys have a job if you guys haven't gone back and watched the best of two guys named chris from 2023 i was blown away it, it actually this this is going to sound corny. I actually was kind of choked up watching it back, Chris. And the reason is, is because like this whole Iowa everywhere thing, like it was just a dream, right? Like, and then like to watch like all the great moments that we've had in a year, like was touching to me. Like we had a, we had a hell of a year. There was a lot of funny stuff, a lot happened. And I thought Matt just did a phenomenal job of putting that all together. So I wanted to, give him a shout out for that look i i thought it was great too but um my dad just shit all over it when i was back home oh yeah he was like well i don't get it i thought you were doing a best of show i said that it it was we did a mailbag show and we did a best of show he wanted us to like have live reactions to the clips and like explain (laughs) the stuff that we did over this last year and we didn't do it. He wanted us to combine the mailbag with the best of and he thought we were lazy Mm. because we made those into two separate shows. So he was not happy. Well, Don, we apologize. That's actually not a bad idea. I'll give him that. I thought about how to like present them because it was tough, but the way we cut clips... We tried to set them up, you know, so you know what you're talking about. So that was the tough thing was like picking clips that didn't just weren't just random. You know, I tried to keep them in yeah. some sort of like. You're trying to tell some sort order. of a story for people yeah. downloading it. Yeah. And yeah. we had a lot of suggestions that were great from people in the comments on Twitter, social media, texts. A, a lot of them we just couldn't we couldn't fit in. 
And a lot of them, as as Van Wink said, they were they were short, didn't you know, kind of choppy, didn't really make air. I mean, like the one that the one that I got a few times was when when Williams had the pink eye. You know, you just go ahead, take care of that pink eye. Because you that, well, that made it all in. throughout the show. You were like dabbing. It, that did make it in. That made it in. You didn't catch it, that. There was a I tiny did not part see of that. it. Yeah, oh, wow. it was funny. I made it. Like I was listening to it on my flight yesterday, and I'll, like we're talking about something, and then all of a sudden it's just hassle. Like, yeah, take care of that pink eye. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, take care of that pink eye. <laughs> Maybe uh, fun stuff. So I I watched the original version. I didn't watch the one that was posted. Ben Winks maybe added a few things. I, we did have some suggestions to to add and chop off and all that. Yeah, great job, Ben Winks. And um, I hope everybody had a, a very Merry Christmas. Williams, you're, you're in Memphis. What kind of a deal you got there? You, is that a hotel room? Uh, Airbnb. Oh. It's uh, for our staff. And then we're here with... Uh, Bloom's here. Bloom will be down here today, so we split it with a bunch of entities. It's so oh, you're going to be sleeping with Bloom. No, Bloom's wife will be uh, sleeping with him. I have my own room, but you're Dude, in the you same know what house. I, yeah, yeah. We got a big house. It's a four bedroom house, but like a bunch of different people are just splitting it, so it makes it way cheaper than oh, okay. Doing the hotel. Couple things I noted. One how much older I am now compared to 2017. I was telling this to a friend last night. In 2017, I remember my first night in Memphis going to bed at like 4 a.m. Last night, I was like, I was drinking water at about 11.30, talking about religion, finishing up that Kansas game before I went to sleep. Like, I mean, what, what is, look at me. Uh, look how mature I am. I'm sure that was a, just a fantastic conversation, yeah, whatever well, it was. You know, you know what I mean? Sipping on water, drinking religion. I actually had a nice, I bought a bottle of, it's called Chattanooga whiskey or Chattanooga bourbon that you can only find down, and I really like it. I bought, I, I sipped on that for a little bit last night, but anyways. Okay. Um, did you have a good holiday back in Iowa? I, I'll tell you about, I have probably the worst Christmas of my life. Oh, God. It was just horrible. One thing, you don't even know half of it now. How was Iowa for you? And I, my, my sincere apologies to Don and the group for not being able to get over to Bettendorf. I'll tell you guys about it here in a minute, but did you have a good time? It seemed like you did. I saw that big we, fat piece of meat that you guys were eating. Oh, yeah. Fairway. Yeah, my dad uh, finally, finally went with the fairway prime rib. All these years, he's been dodging the fairway prime rib. He's he's been he's made a prime rib every year for Christmas since like the late '90s. Finally, went with the fairway prime rib, and it was glorious. It was fantastic, That's, tender. That looks really good. I need some tips from Don. I've only made one prime rib in my life, and it was good. But that looks better. He, I mean, it, n- nothing special. He doesn't do any kind of like reverse searing or anything Does like he that. Does he do it in it's the just, oven? In the oven and hmm. takes a mm, two three hours and then let it sit thirty minutes or so. It was uh, and my favorite's the outside. Oh god, yeah, you so do so the, damn good. That's the best. Yeah. Um, so we we had that. We had we had a great time. My dad, I, look, he's never gonna forgive you for standing us up. And I, the chain reaction that you caused. So Williams was supposed to come over to. Oh my god. 
It was a to disaster. Muscatine. And like the reason I couldn't come didn't even happen. <clears throat> and my dad's upset about that too. So Williams was supposed to come with uh, Fails and Eric Murphy, and I was coming from Corning. It, Williams was supposed to take me and Fails to Bettendorf to see my dad. Yeah. Williams, the day before, has to bail because there was some kind of uh, power plant explosion in Fort Dodge. <laughs> and okay. so... I knew Andy, that would get embellished, but okay. Andy tried to take that as an excuse that the that the that the gods are telling him this is not in the cards, and Andy tried to back out as well. Oh wow! Andy was going to back out. That. It was all going to be ruined because of oh, this plant explosion in Fort Dodge. Thank <laughs> God, Eric Murphy, who used to work in Des Moines at, at uh, Channel Five, now I he's up e. in Murph. Minneapolis. Top five dude ever. He picks us up on the way. He goes out of his way to drive through Des Moines and and picks That's us up, friend. saves Christmas. And we get back to, to, we have a huge night out. We open the, have you ever had Malort? I have. Um, I have. Yeah. It's terrible. It's- it's 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 oh, horrific. I believe it's too. Chris Hassel and Malort, right here. I, Throw it down. I tried some too, after my dad. It uh, did, it's at first, it's not bad. It's horrible stuff. <laughs> and then it hits you. Oh God! God, you look just like your dad. <laughs> drinking that Malort. That's so bad. The the aftertaste is. So it's. Does it sort of taste like a band aid? <laughs> yes, that's a good. That, so yes, band aid. Yes, if you were to it like tastes like if you lit a Band-Aid on fire <laughs> and and then drank it, like liquidized it. it. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don, my dad, Keith goes, I love, I love that video, your dad drinking Malort and grabbing his nuts. My dad like grabs his balls right after he takes the Malort. I didn't even notice that in the that. original video. I pick that up. Pick up on that. But he, my my dad, I, you're going to have to do some serious, serious work, Williams. He is well, really disappointed. He goes, all right, we'll get Van Winks down here then. And I said, <laughs> there is zero chance. I wanted to come. So Mrs. Van Winks is going to let him come. We, we ended up, it was a really long weekend. For those who don't know, my wife is a veterinarian. And she had to put her um, family dog down over the holiday, which was totally unplanned. Like, all of a sudden, this dog starts taking a turn for the worse on Friday, which it's probably a good thing I wasn't in Bettendorf because I, I probably would have had to turn around because my kids were so upset. And, like, it, it was just this. And then, so you don't even know this part, Christmas Day my kids start to not feel well. Got the COVID. Oh my God. So my, my eight year old is, she's the type of kid, she feels everything times a million. Like she's very sensitive and she's the sweetest little kid. And she, she was so upset about this dog passing away, Abby. Jeez. And then, so my in-laws, we're going to come over on Christmas Eve to just, you know, have some family time and, you know, 
mourn the dog and do everything normal. And then they get sick. So they couldn't come. So then Cameron was like twice as sad because she's like, this, this is the worst Christmas ever. Abby's dead. Nobody's coming over. She's like, is Santa even going to show up? And like, it was this, this whole deal. So then, you know, I'm trying, I'm doing everything I can to make the best of it. I'm trying to, we're doing Santa tracker. We're doing all the fun stuff that we normally do. And then Christmas day, Cameron just like slept the whole day because she was just so, so sick from the COVID. So it, it honestly, like I didn't, I didn't really relax at all. It was just kind of just like nonstop. That sounds bad. We had, there were, there were some bad moments for, for us too. My poor niece, who's two was, she needed some of your fiber lax. She was oh, she so constipated? bound up. She was screaming for like an hour and a half straight celebrating our Christmas. They had to they had to deposit the supposit uh, to stick, get her stick going. Up her rear. Yeah. So um that was rough. Then my brother in law decides to eat weak old deli meat and he gets violently ill food poisoning both ends both ends so you got coming out his ears too you got one major constipation in the house and the other one is just fiery yeah. diarrhea it, it it was it was um it was wild it was a look everybody's getting sick i mean my aunt missed christmas for the very Dude, first everybody time everybody has covid right now it's crazy I had a guy on the flight last night sneezed on me five straight times. I was in Atlanta. We were going down the escalator. He was right behind me on the escalator, so his head's right above me. He sneezed five times, and I'm locked in. I can't go anywhere. There's people in front of me. Did you have a mask on? Five times. No, I did not have a mask on. I actually contemplated, like, really masking, like, triple masking yesterday because everybody's just so effing sick. You ever I was think surprised about this? to see you guys fly. I thought you'd drive down there. Well, I was driving down, and then I had to fly for kid purposes and stuff. I I'm driving back. I just I couldn't leave when everybody else was leaving. Oh, okay. Long story, but honestly, it wasn't that. It was really cheap. If you'd have driven, like I paid like three hundred bucks for that flight with gas and stuff. It's really not that big of a difference. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Um, like, I just feel, I I was thinking about this. So it, it feels like ever since like our dads were even kids, when everybody gets together on Thanksgiving, people just get sick, right? Cause it's just, we're, we're all hugging and and people are just spending time together and you spread germs. Like it's always been the case, but now it's so like hyper known because mm-hmm. of what we've gone through True. in the world in the last five years. And it's just like, it's wild. Like everybody out there is sick right now. But anyways, another well, time. Look, it, for the Save most part, for it was CW a great Chris. I think I had a much better Christmas than you did. I'm sorry you had to go through that madness. I got this it's all right. sweet it, it's just, throwback Hawkeye helmet from my dad. When did they I, wear that? I, I saw think that. Like, that is what I read was 1971. They wore that for one year. It, it was kind That's of, awesome. they, they wore another kind of helmet that was the inverse of that. How'd you what get was, that on the plane? 
I did not. I did. I'm uh, there. Um, my dad's going to send it. Yeah, he's going to ship that. So I should have that in the podcast background soon. But yellow helmet, or as Hawkeye yes. fans call it, gold, with a black hawk. That's really cool. That's a that that's really really cool. What did um? How was Corning? Real quick, in the southwest Iowa, everybody back at my my stopping grounds good. You go to the Adams County Speedway. You... I, we drove by it. You know, it was warm enough. You probably could have uh, done some dirt track racing. I was really proud of my 12-year-old niece, Astoria, for calling out her grandpa, my father-in-law, because he says, Worsh, mm. wash your clothes. Washington, D.C. And she said, why do you say wash? And he had no answer. He's like, what? What Do you want me to say wash? No, it's W-O-R-S-H. Wash. Washington. That's how they talk. You rural Iowans, man. Man, I still to this day, you correct me on things. Because it's just my, <clears throat> we mispronounce shit down there. Yeah, that's true. Still to this day, you you're and you and you're not gracious about it either. You have to be as Me? big of a dick as yeah. Anytime I like mispronounce something, you have well, to be such an asshole about it. I yeah, I told my wife last night. Your dad says orange. He was doing it to my kid the other day on the phone to her. Kept saying orange. All right, let's get into some <clears throat> some college football here. We are live today. I've seen a couple people in the comments ask. <laughs> one of our commenters said that during the last two shows that were not live, he kept commenting anyways and didn't even figure it out until <laughs> nearly after the show that we were not live. Uh, we are, by the way, just wanted to throw it out there. We are broadcasting live on Instagram now as well. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram at Iowa everywhere. We would appreciate that. Of course, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube as well. Hopefully TikTok soon. If you don't follow us on TikTok, we've got to get to 10,000 followers and then we'll be live on TikTok as well. So if you're not following us yet, you should, you should go. Well, Van Winks that. already used that card last night on Twitter. Yeah, we, we hit Just the goal. Begged everyone to get to 9,000 followers. We got to Good. Nine, we're over 9,000 now, so. Get that Good. Malort ready, baby. End of the show. Yeah, I did not yeah. agree to that. So I'm here in Memphis. Just got here last night. I'm going to cover Iowa State. Hopefully winning a prestigious Liberty Bowl championship is the ultimate goal here for the Cyclones. Uh, Iowa is about ready to play Tennessee as well. The Bulls have very different feelings to me. We can talk about that. But Hassel, I thought we should leave with your friend, Matt Barry, who you're really good friends with. He put out a tweet earlier this week, well, it was yesterday, that, of course, I wouldn't say it went viral, but a lot of people had reactions to it. I'll let you read it to everybody and set us up. In uh, full disclosure, Matt obviously works at ESPN. He's calling some bowl games. But he writes, the meaningless bowl game comment is stupid. Just met with North Carolina staff for the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Mac Brown said tomorrow is for new opportunities for his young players. Guys who didn't play much get a chance in a bowl game in front of family and a national TV audience. That means a lot. 
A lot of people agreed. Many, of course, disagree. I, I'm going to cut this down the middle. Now, the, the meaningless, that's probably going a little bit too far. That's hyperbole when we say it, and I've, I'm guilty of it. I've probably said it a number of times on this program. The bowl games, most of them anyway, are now meaningless. You can always get something out of a bowl game, but let's not pretend that this is a real game. Okay, I, I I don't think it should count toward your record, and I mean you saw, even he, kind of fell short of making that game sound interesting, right? I mean, opportunities for players for next that doesn't sound like a real game to me. This is an exhibition. This is a reward for players. It's not totally meaningless. But most of these games don't mean much, if anything. And as you've pointed out, Williams, it's, I think, a little bit different for Iowa State this year than it is for Iowa because Iowa State had little to no expectations. Young team returning a bunch of these guys and, what, just one opt-out? Yeah, TJ, it's not even official that he's opting out, but I just... I can't imagine he plays in this game. If he does, he's getting bad advice. And or a lot of it comes really... down to the opposing team as well. Like I yeah. It's not Iowa's fault that all these Tennessee guys are out, but at the same no. time, it takes a lot away from from the game. Well, I, uh, the reason the Memphis Iowa State game is interesting is cuz it's pretty much the teams from this year. Like you can they're going to look similar. And and again, like I, I these bowl games used to, like, they tricked us, Chris, for 50 years. They didn't, for 100 years, however long these things have been happening. Where, again, I'll go on my soapbox here. College football is the only sport, and correct me if I'm wrong, in, in history, it's the only, like, real sport that's not WWE, right, in, in history that has not cited its championship on the field for a hundred years. Yeah, you know, it's the before. only the only sport that I know of that you you can go undefeated and still not have a chance. Every we, other sport, you've got we, a shot. We've consistently is a is a sport handed off the power to these bull guys who are serving all these masters. They've got to serve the sponsors. They've got to serve the right. Like, and they've got mm -hmm. to make their own money. They. And instead of just doing it on our own and doing it and having a playoff like FCS has done forever and like the NFL has done forever and like any normal sport does where you put these teams in a bracket and they play, which, you know, we, we've come a long way in 10 years. But prior to that, we've all been brainwashed that you were too, my friend. I remember back in 2015, like the, the Rose Bowl stuff. It's like. Yeah, that was a nice consolation prize, but it really didn't mean anything mm -hmm. because you weren't in the playoff, right? Like that's what Iowa was striving for. You're undefeated, all this stuff. But man, God damn it, we got the Rose Bowl. Well, <laughs> um, and I, I just think a lot of what's going on here is that it's caught up to the players. They get it now. They're in on it that this it is an exhibition. Take a guy like T.J. Tampa. 
he's a really good combine away from potentially being a first round pick potentially like it there's just no like there's nothing that guy can gain by going out there in cold weather in memphis tennessee tape wise or any there's nothing to be gained by it so i i don't i don't blame him at all but then on the other side like for iowa state other than him pretty much everyone's there they're all coming back this can be like one of those old school bowls where you can if you win the game if you have a really good couple weeks of practice where it can push you into next year and and give you a head start so like i think that really matters when i'm looking at iowa it doesn't because I don't know who your coordinator is. Yeah. I don't even necessarily know who your quarterback's going to be. It, it just you know, kind of looks it, like a dead end for Iowa because you've got these y- – y- your quarterback is going to be different next year. We we just saw last year Joe Labus went out there, was okay in the bowl game, didn't mean a damn thing for this season. Yeah. The offensive coordinator thing. I mean, there, there's, there's so many different reasons anymore – that bowl games are less meaningless than just a regular game. And I, I, I'd i like to know what you think about my suggestion that bowl games should not count toward your record. Because in what other sport does the postseason count toward your record? I I agree. With Doesn't you. in the NFL playoffs? No, I, I agree with you. I think doesn't never, in any other playoffs that I can think of. But again, it's all set up because they've they've brainwashed us forever. Like these coaches get these exactly. contracts yes. that are completely one sided toward the coaches against the schools. It's why you've got places like Nebraska and Kansas and Notre Dame that are always paying not Notre Dame anymore, but they were for a while. You're paying multiple coaches in a row. You know, like Jimbo Fisher got paid $70 million just to get the, sh- get the hell out of there. They're, they're always these, these coaches stack these contracts and they'll put in there, oh, I get an extra $200,000 if I win a bowl championship. Or if I get to 10 wins, right? Yeah. It, it where the bowl game be, is your. That should not count toward your record. I'm sorry. And anymore, it shouldn't. Not anymore. So Christmas Day again, I'm holding two sick kids and I screwed around on YouTube. Didn't want to watch the NBA. The NFL game sucked at the time. And I watched part of the 2004 Iowa State Independence Bowl (laughs) versus Miami of Ohio. And holy shit, that game meant something to that team. Mm Mm-hmm. That game meant everything to that team. Like, there was no way anybody was sitting that game out, right? Like, it's just so different now, the way that we just perceive what these things... We've all wised up to it. And uh, I, as a fan, I don't like it. I I enjoy bowl season. Like, there's a lot of matchups today where, like, the two-lane game today, I don't even know who they're playing. Um, I, I would normally be really excited to, to watch a game like that. Um, but it's like coach is gone. Half the players have transferred. Right. It's not even recognizable to the team we've seen the last couple of years. Right. So how do you get amped up about that as a fan? If the players and the coaches don't even care. What do you think of, I've seen it with fans of big 10 West teams this year, like Northwestern beats Utah. 
Minnesota beat Bowling Green. And fans, kind of like in the NCAA tournament, which is a totally different thing because that means way more. Big Ten West fans, let's just say Iowa fans, pounding there. It's look at Big Ten West. Oh yeah, we're, we are good. Like, <laughs> actually tying their emotions to another Big Ten West team playing an exhibition game. I would say get a hold of yourself. <laughs> my my Twitter feed was blowing up the other night. Utah's not even in the Big 12 yet. Like, and, and, and I've been very open. Like, Utah's like my least favorite team in the country. I think they're the worst fans. I don't want them in the Big 12. You would have thought, like some of these Iowa fans in my mentions, you would have thought that the Hawks just beat the clones again <laughs> by the amount of shit that was being talked to me about Northwestern beating Utah. Like, I don't care. I don't care. All no. I've, The only thing I cared about that game was that the under hit, baby. That was it. And it has no reflection, I don't think, no. of the power of that division. You cannot tie... <laughs> Bowl games to that. Bowl games are not real games. They are exhibitions. Couldn't agree more. It's an ignorant way of looking at it anymore. Uh, but Barry's right. I, I mean, to the players. Yeah, they're not meaningless. They're not yeah, meaningless. Watch, they're, they're not totally meaningless. Those players when are you trying. you compare what they mean now to what they used to mean, and even to what it means versus a regular season game against a bad opponent. Like, the, this Iowa-Tennessee game means less to me as a fan than one of the early games of the season, like Iowa-South Dakota State last season. Like, the, that, that game means more. It's a regular season game. It's the start of the season. It's... It's totally different. This is just a dead end. It's a prize for the players. I hope they have a great time. But it's you want to win. It, I mean, it sure it makes it more fun sure. when you win. But it, yep, I don't know. It it's just different, and we all need to treat it like it's different. And you know, we've I know you and me have had some conversations with some other media people, and like. If, if it weren't this scenario for Iowa State, we wouldn't have put many resources into this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, But they've got 20 starters coming back. They're all playing in this game. It matters. If this was a situation where, you know, Iowa State's down here taking on a, um, you know, an, an, a group of five team that, and you've got six opt-outs and, you know, half the team is transferred, We'd have one guy here. How many just, fans, it, how many Iowa State fans do you think will be down there? I think it'll be a good showing, but I don't think it'll be anything like it was in 2017. Just my opinion. I, I don't either. Things have changed so much. Things have changed, and then, you know, Campbell's also risen the program so much since then that I think people are really happy with this season and what they were able to do, but I also, you've been here three times now in like a decade, and... I just don't think a lot of people were clamoring to come to Memphis again. Mm -hmm. The diehards will be here. They'll have a good crowd. Like it'll be a really good showing for Iowa state, but it is not going to be like it was in 2017. And I, 
part of it's the Campbell thing and like just how much better they are compared to then. Like if you remember 2017, it was stunning that they were there. They had beaten Oklahoma that year. Their program is really moving in this positive direction. And now it's like, yeah, you're, you're ascending because you have big expectations for next year. However, like we've all wised up to it. The, the, the result doesn't really matter here. I just can't bad. believe I can't stop thinking that you're going to be sleeping under the same roof as, as Bloom. He's going to be ordering you and Crystal around to like, you're going to be the ones that have to empty all the paid hundred yeah. deckers. Bloom's going to empty all the trash cans. Clean all the Luke's dishes. going to take a huge shit, leave stains all over the toilet. And... Hey, Crystal, go clean that up. <laughs> By the way, I, I, I know, and we've covered this on, this on this show, that the Amana people aren't Amish, right? The Amana colonies, like, uh, uh, like those people? Yeah, are they Amish? No, we decided they're not. I think yeah, okay. Jersey. That's what I thought. Where the hell is so, this coming from? Well, 80% of the presents that were under the tree at my dad's house came from one trip to the Amana colonies. Look at all these presents. He, th- there must have been... 45 boxes. All of those presents? Yes. Yes. And even if it's a gift card, he puts it in a huge box. <laughs> but they're all, and yes, we're being told once again, a man is not Amish or Mennonite. I don't know what I don't know what it is. But he goes to the colonies. He gets all of his presents in like one day. Like I was opening up, he got me like this Iowa guy bird feeder made by the Amana people. (laughs) I would like to know, like, how does that compare to the Amish? Oh, that's a good question. So like the Amish will charge 200% more for everything because they're Amish. Do the Amanas do the same thing? I I think of the Amanas are cheaper. Well, I don't, I'm just. Going Have you been to those field. restaurants the, at the yeah. Amana, like the Ox Yoke? Oh yeah, oh yeah, been to all of them. I'm. I just feel like the Amish have done a better job of branding over the years. They've really branded themselves as the goats of craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. Where the Amanas, to me, they haven't spent enough money on marketing themselves you know, the proper way the, the Amanas need some real good influencers out there pimping their product a little bit more. Cause when I think of the Amanas, I just think of the little stop by Iowa city where I can go by Millstream, have a cold beer. You know, when I think of the Amish, I think of a Titan industry of scamming us to think that their work is so much better than a non Amish person. Mm-hmm. So sure. Hats that's off the, the, that's Amish. the main difference. So we're being told it's just a lot of Lutherans, authentic Germans. Germans just can't cut it compared to the Amish. Apparently the Amish also don't use electricity when they build their furniture, meaning it takes more time, more effort, more expensive. So you're... According to this site, countrysideamishfurniture.com. 
Williams, you'll have to chase down that guy that you talked to, that you confronted about his Amish furniture, and make sure that no electricity was used to make these pieces of art. Did you freeze there, Williams? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on cell phone service here. I should be good. Oh, now. sorry. God, I thought, I thought you just didn't know hey, what to say. They've got Mediacom internet down here at this. Oh this God, Airbnb in Memphis. Jeez, M- MC twenty yeah, two. Uh. <laughs> anyways, um, want to thank a couple of our great sponsors as well. We we're not going to do much more on on sports today. I'm just warning you guys. And I don't think you guys really care. Nothing's happened. You want us? Well, to we really got a couple of Iowa. huge men's basketball games to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we're not about, doing, don't it. we? We're not doing it. Uh, I want to thank our friends at Channel Seed, of course, the uh, Channel Seed Studios. Oh my God, I sent a text to my buddy Dustin Fouch and the Channel Seed. So I'm sitting on Christmas Eve church service. A lot going on, you know. Uh, been an emotional couple days, just a lot of, I'm stressed. And I'm thinking to myself, so Jesus is born in a manger. And we've got the, you know, we've got Joseph. We've got the Virgin Mary. We've got the wise men. We've got, you know, some like, I'm assuming some pigs. And we've got sheep. What happened to the placenta? Did, oh, those what animals I've learned definitely from, ate it. Well, yeah, so what I've learned from my friends at Channel Seed, my, my farmer friends, is that placenta probably came out, and I'm guessing those barn animals just went yeah. right after it. Just devoured it? I have some slightly breaking news. What? There was apparently a study that was done that confirmed that Mary ate the immaculate placenta. <laughs> Shut up. What is this Who's article? Who's reporting this? Who's and reporting why is this? This guy, this guy has a WaterfordWhispersNews.com. Recent. Oh my God! What? WaterfordWhispersNews.com. This is a thing. <laughs> Waterford Whispers. That sounds like. Hey, you a need to send me this link. Them. I gotta. I gotta send this on to the Channel C guys. This is. I love how they call it the Immaculate Placenta too. So well, this look, is, we, we how spend do they all know this that time? Mary ate the placenta? Talking about moving on from the placenta, we're leaving it in the past, we're done with it, and now here we go again. And then, wasn't it Fouch who sent in the the placenta? Yeah. But I was honestly like, I'm sitting there, beautiful church service, Ankeny, uh, First United Method, wonderful job, folks. Uh, Just a gorgeous congregation, I mean, fantastic. And I'm sitting there in my mind, God dang, what happened to Jesus's placenta? You, God. I know, you've you've ruined me. I would have never done that before I started doing this show with you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, Fouch is in the comments. He says, I thought you guys would be hungry. Thank our friends at Channel. I mean, I I want to thank uh, my I guess we did say Williams first of the year. Like in the new yes. year, yeah, yeah. We're mo- we got we're, we're, we gotta leave it behind, folks. We've got to leave it behind. I don't think people are going to I'm not going to drag that sloppy, bloody placenta into the new year. I'm just not going to do it. 
Let's uh, thank our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing as well. Jeff Kelderman, my main man, Merry Christmas to you. I don't know if he's coming down here to Memphis or, or not. He's a big Iowa State fan. But if you are in the – so here's the deal. Give yourself a – I think if, if you got a truck out there, Hassel, if you got a badass truck, you our guy Kelderman's going to pimp that thing out for you. That's one of the things that they do. You can go to Kelderman.com. I'm actually going to have him put on a sick grill on, on my truck, and he's going to put – so basically he's going to put the Cyclone Fanatic logo inside of the grill because they can do their laser cutting and do that. It's freaking awesome. Go to Kelderman.com. You can see all the badass things they can do to your truck. And also, last chance, kitchen refresh. If you wanted to be doing this, we've talked about this. You have four days until prices go up because of the manufacturer stuff. This is not kitchen refresh, raising their prices. Just the cost of things go up. You can lock in 2023 prices right now, but you've got to do it before the end of the year. Kitchenrefreshiowa.com. Um, I'm really, really interested in this. See, so your sister appears to be pregnant. <clears throat> Via, oh, yeah, I hope my she, sister I hope she it. is after I said that. And she went viral on Facebook. I need to I need the details. Well, she caused a major stir within the family because she posted this photo on Facebook and other social medias. And it's a photo of her standing in front of the Christmas tree with a baby bump. Okay. It's a lovely photo. Well, okay, my my sister has just she has two Time kids out. under the age. What? Time out. Is this the one that puked all over you in the back of the car? No, 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 no. My this is my sister Mary. Her name that is Mary. Was, Does yes, she have a husband? Yes. <laughs> yes is, Matt. Is that child? Did she conceive that child via another human? <laughs> an, an immaculate placenta, or an angel? So. <clears throat> She has two kids in diapers right now, Reese and Tate. And Tate is six months old. Reese is two. She posts this picture on Christmas of her in front of the tree, baby bump. So this is like her birth announcement. And there was a caption that read, the magic of Christmas. And then... You go to the next story, and it is a picture of baby Tate in front of the Christmas tree. Well, or just in his... That's a beautiful baby. So I knew exactly what she was doing, and I think most people did, if you saw both pictures. That was a picture of her last year in front of the Christmas tree. The magic of Christmas this year, baby's first Christmas. Because she wrote, baby's first Christmas. Well... All the boomers in the family, they, they just see this. Oh, my yeah. God. Mary's pregnant again. It's a, I, my, it's like a my real dad blessing. was like, it's my dad was like, oh, I see your sister Mary's pregnant again. And then my mom's sister calls her up. Oh, Jean, I see. I see Mary's pregnant again. And my mom's like, what? <laughs> Like, yeah, she just posted. She's pregnant in front of the tree. I didn't even notice when I saw her last night that she has that bump. 
This is the problem with all of these older people on yeah. social media. Preach, brother. You, you see the one picture, you jump to conclusions, you don't see the next. We try to do this like slick stuff because, you know, Mary's only like 32 or whatever. The, but all of the old the boomers on Facebook, all the boomers, they don't really get that kind of stuff or any kind of trend that might be going on. And they're, they're sitting there on Facebook and immediately jumping to conclusions. You got everything is, you know, already spread. It's already spread through text messages. And now all of these family members think Mary is pregnant again. Well, it's because a lot of these older people on Facebook, they don't have anything else to do. They're retired. Right. They you live know, there. And well, I, real quick, the because we talked about this in the best of two guys named Chris. You guys should go check it out if you haven't. That that girl, your sister that vomited all over you, how's she doing? Did she get help? Twyla? Was it, wasn't, it Twyla. Of, so, wasn't it a hunk of steak, not vomit? It hit you in the back of the head. Her name's Twyla? Yes. Uh. yes. So... <laughs> Twyla is... Well, I got a good story after this, by the way. So my dad got remarried to a much younger woman. And good she has him. a daughter named named Twyla. <laughs> Twyla lives with my dad and Jamie. And, Was Twyla uh, there during the man's weekend? Twyla kind of just goes into the basement and stays away from everybody she she um she took a gummy and uh just kind of hung out by herself sounds like my kind of girl <laughs> <laughs> but no no vomit this time around thank god i'm walking through the airport last night and there's a bourbon like whiskey store they're trying to catch people right when they get off the plane and it worked for me because i was wanting to get a some bourbon anyways so i right over to it and this woman who was checking me out could not have been nicer okay like she was very kind and she you know and i'm i'm bebopping and scatting with her and i'm you know, I'm Merry Christmas, and she's making her feel real good. I was, that's my dad always taught me. You make the customer service people feel as good as possible about themselves. Really what? lift them no, up. No, no, they're supposed to do that to you. No, no, because their lives are miserable. They don't want to be serving you a Subway sandwich. you got to pick them up, make them feel good. That's how you do it. God. So I'm making this lady feel like a million bucks. And she really starts to like me as she's wrapping up my bourbon. But you're buying yeah, this so in the airport? Yeah, this is in the airport. At like right the duty-free shop in the airport? Yeah. Okay. And she likes me so much that she, I'm, I get done paying. Thank you, ma'am. Walking away. And I'm really just wanting to get She's the like, hell hey, out of there. Hey, where are you going? Point. I thought you were going to hang around for a bit. Drink she that goes, bourbon. She goes, do you want to see a TikTok of me and my family? From Christmas, oh and I was like, well, what am I supposed to say? No. No. No, I can't do it. Her and her family, they, do you remember the show Martin? Martin. Martin. 
from the nineties sitcom during the nineties. Martin Lawrence. Yeah. This woman and her family, they all acted out the characters of Martin for their family Christmas and put it on TikTok. Is she showing only on for like one year? I don't know. I mean But this woman would not let me go. Jacqueline See, Cordova that, from Cyclone Fanatic was with me, and she's just rolling her eyes because I don't, I, I don't think she understood me wanting to buy bourbon. We're waiting on this Uber because we're going to the same place. Got off the plane, and I, here I am yucking it up with this lady over her family Christmas watching Martin. Matt, you should see if you can find that. Search Martin reenactment TikTok. Oh, my God. I wish I had the video for you guys. It's the funniest shit you'll ever see. This is why it's hard to don't be around to you people. sometimes. Like, you bring this on yourself, and then you inconvenience other people. Poor Jacqueline, she just wants to go, and you're sitting there just whooping it up with some person that's selling you bourbon. What is this? Is this it, Williams? No, that's that's not. That looks really scary. What? My God. Okay. Is this it or not? Oh, my goodness. If it is, it's Little Miss Attitude. Okay, that's not it. Stop playing it. My God. But, like, when we were in Vegas the first time, Williams is just going around. He's talking to everybody. There's, like, a 75-year-old elderly woman all by herself. And Williams is like, watch this. (laughs) And he goes up to her. He's like, hey, pretty lady. That's not true. You by yourself tonight? It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just here gambling. Like, you ever had a bush light <laughs> and yanked the handle on one of those slot machines with the other hand? And she's like, oh, I don't, I don't drink but bush light. Oh, and he's like, I, has so anyone true. ever told you how hot you are? And she's like. Oh, not in 40 years. Like, well, I would like to dance with you right now. It's like, oh. It's, and then you just, and then Williams, this is like five minutes later, Williams will try to explain, you know, I'm I'm just really an introvert. You know, I, I really am. I'm shy. Don't like talking to strangers. You are, you are so full of it. <laughs> you love all. these crowds. You love talking to random no, people. No, I don't. I don't, it, it's my insecurity and my stuff that makes me like feel, whatever, this again, different show, (laughs) different show. I'm not going to get into therapy with you. All right. So we've, we've carved out your sister's Facebook post. Um, I wanted to get to this. So I got my daughter, Cameron. She, she's a gamer, loves games. Mm -hmm. And I got her The Sims for yeah, we, Christmas. We, Sims been around a long time. That started off as a, like a computer game in the, what, 90s? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's like a brand new updated <laughs> version to it. And she was creating like the whole family last night. And I, I told my daughters they really didn't want me to leave. And I gave them FaceTime to show me. This is how Cameron created me. <laughs> She could have chosen anything. And you've got bell-bottom jeans and a mohawk. I have bell-bottom skinny jeans, a V-neck t-shirt, and a mohawk. 
What? What does this say about what this is my how she sees you? Me? Yeah, that's what I'm at. Like, does she? Does that? Is this like her way of telling me that she thinks I'm cool? Yeah, maybe. I mean, look. At least she gave you a full head of hair. She made you skinny. It looks like Sign you might be tall that. and skinny too. She sees you as very, ah, uh, kind of like a. Maybe a punk rocker, someone who goes against the grain. I think it's a good thing. So speaking of Christmas gifts, I feel like I don't know the story to this one. But this Christmas gift that your sisters gave to your mom feels like an all timer to me. And I want to hear it wasn't a Christmas gift. It was a. You know, the Christmas cards, you know, we usually get, I don't know, 20 of them or so a year. The Christmas cards, the holiday cards, the, the New Year's cards. And a lot of times you get them, for, you know, you might not get one from your best friend. But you'll definitely get one from some people that you're really not even that close with. Right? So... My sisters really pulled one over on my mom because my mom is just way, she's one of those people that's just way too nice. She, she, I was back last summer and she just picked up these two random girls on the side of the road and drove them back to their house. These girls were just sitting there outside the Muscatine Mall. And my mom was like, Oh, do you guys need a ride? And I was like, oh, my God, Mom. Jesus. Why would you do this? Because in my mind, they're probably drug addicts. They've got needles you just automatically go to. There, there are two women outside of the Muscatine Mall. They yes. don't appear to have a ride. They are drug yes. addicts. Yes. And they're going to stick me with a needle. Completely rational place for your mind to go. Yeah. So, so they get, had to sit in the back of... Like it was me and my mom in the front and these two women behind us with bags of unknown stuff. And I'm thinking they're going to stick me with a needle and then I have to go get an AIDS test. All that stuff. Why would that, they that's stick all going, with a needle? I don't know. Cause they're, cause in my mind, they're drug addicts, drug dealers, everything. So she, she does stuff like that all the time. She knows everybody in town. She, she's she knows way too many people. She, she goes to the, to, to the, to fairway, and she's there for two hours because she knows every single person. Well, she's like my dad. My sisters sent her this card. And he, here's the front of it. Merry Christmas with love, Christina, Sophia, and Mateo. And so, so she's, and then she flips it over. She flips it over and starts reading it. And it's like, oh, Hi. Gene and family, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And look at the misspellings, too. I hope retirement is good and you get to see your grandkids. I bet Chris is back and the girls will be, too. The move has been good for me and the kids. Not any drama up here at school. And it was postmarked from Cedar Rapids. Definitely glad I moved. Sophia in preschool, Mateo in kindergarten. Can you believe it? I remember when you drove me home and I was still pregnant. 
If you're ever in town, it would be great to see you. Spelled G-R-A-T-E. Great. Christina. So my mom is like the whole day racking her brain. Who is Christina? Who did? I mean, I've given rides to so many people. I, I, who is this? She starts passing the card around like who? Oh, my God. Do you recognize these people? And finally, Kristen, my wife, goes, that's Snooky." <laughs> and even then my mom oh my doesn't God. go oh it's a joke my mom goes well why would christina use a picture of snooki as her christmas card it took another three hours for it to finally get out that my sisters just made that up but i think this is a great idea next holiday season if you guys want to have some fun with your parents, just Hassle. make up a fake Christmas card. <laughs> this is funnier it. than this is funnier than anything you've ever done. Me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this this was really funny. It really <laughs> really my sister's great A joke, right? Mary there. and Allie did a great job on this snooky snooky Christmas card with two of her kids. This is a picture from a few years back. I didn't know that was Snooky. I had no idea. Like I haven't seen Snooky in 15 years. I don't keep tabs on her. And my mom was calling her Snooky. Snooky's still around. They, I think they, they, they've completely like revamped that Jersey Shorts show. Seen. Okay. Seen I, I didn't stuff. know that. I haven't watched it. I, just, I think they're still around. So I, I they think got the situation good, so, out of jail. He was in a situation. That's right. He was out. in jail. Yeah. But I think Tax it's a good uh, for next year. Tuck this away. I know we got a lot of people who like to have fun. A lot of uh, a lot of funny people out there that are listeners to the show. I think you can have a good time with your mom or your dad. Send them a fake Christmas letter. I want to get this in, Casey. It's a public service announcement, mainly for you. He says, "Drug addicts don't want to give you their drugs for free." Well, I didn't think they were going to give me the drugs. I thought they were going to stick me with a needle in my neck and like take my money, steal my mom's car. We had to go. We dropped them off at some place. So the first thing my mom asked was like, where, where, are, we, where are we taking you? And they said, just go to the Muscatine Bridge. <laughs> like the bridge over the Mississippi. It was a house. Like I thought they were going to go under the bridge. But there was a house near the bridge. And the bags were full of food and groceries, not needles. Thank God. Oh, God forbid these. But this was, this was shortly women. after I was in that exact same position in the passenger seat with one of my parents. And... A girl behind me, just barfing all over me. I mean, this was this was, was right that around Twyla? that same time. Yes, that was the same trip. So I was already scarred from someone sitting behind me like that. Do we think you think we can get Twyla to be a guest on CW Pod? I have a lot Probably. of questions. Probably, yeah. Um, <laughs> Nicholas says, "Did they not know that Hassel is a Van Buren boy?" I'm a Van B boy. What is it? Eight? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld uh, reference for those who don't know. <laughs> All right. It's good to be back with you. It's been, it, it's been too long. Like my dad said, we were too lazy over the holidays. I got to get to a Liberty, an AutoZone Liberty Bowl press conference as the mm. Cyclones are preparing to win a bowl game championship here. I love how we're just shitting all over the bowl system. Bowls, meaning, but, oh, but, but the Iowa State game, you know, that's the one. Hey, this is more what? important than the playoff. <clears throat> that's another thing that I've noticed, Williams. I, you know, I, I'm sitting there flying back last night watching the Kansas bowl game on the airplane TV in first class. And it dawned on me, the playoff is coming soon. The, the, the semifinals. Like I haven't even thought about these teams for weeks. Like we got to do it. And I think it's coming at it maybe a year or two too late. But, man, if, if we weren't getting this 12-team playoff that was going to start a lot earlier in December next year, uh, there would be problems. Because we're starting to get too far away. There's, there's too big of a gap between the end of the meaningful games and then picking the playoff back up again. College football fans have gotten too smart. And they want the sport to be decided on the field. Yeah, and, and and none of this these huge layoffs. I mean, right. this is ridiculous. It used to be even these worse. Kids, they've got finals. It used to be even worse when you you Iowa would play their last game on November fifteenth. Wouldn't play again until January first. I mean, you, you can't do that anymore. There's too many things going. I've already moved on. I'm in I'm in NFL mode. I'm in college basketball mode. I'm in Christmas mode. I'm gonna get back. I'll be fine. Are you working? I'll, I'll, I'll love the semifinal games, but. It's too big of a gap. Yeah, I'm working uh, today. Yeah, I'm working oh, okay. New Year's Day. Got. I think we're doing a kind of a lead-up show to the the first semi, which is the Rose Bowl, at which starts at what five Eastern, something like that. Well, yeah, because they got to have the halftime's got to be when the sun's setting. Yeah, we can't change the entire <laughs> effing sport because of the freaking sunset at the Rose Bowl. <laughs> Really glad we gave those guys all that power all those years ago. Thanks, Jim Delaney. Set our sport back decades. Hey, so when are we, this is a, uh, we're all kind of, I think everybody's still having Bowl. a tough time figuring out what day it is with Christmas and all that. This is Wednesday. It's a rare Wednesday show. Yes. This replaces tomorrow's regularly Correct. scheduled show. And then yes. we're back again when? Uh, we got to figure that out. <gasps> wow. Well, we, I mean, I would say next Tuesday and just re- we react to the championship or to the next playoffs. Tuesday. Yeah, because we don't want to do it on Monday because no. Iowa would be playing right around that time, right? Correct. And then the college football playoff is that night. Probably be better to yeah. react to that. So we'll do it. We'll do next Tuesday. We'll be the next show. And we'll have other stuff content wise between now and then. But yeah, let's plan on that. All right. Appreciate all you guys. Um, Maddie Van Winkle did a great job again on that best of. Go and watch that. If you, I would highly suggest watching it on YouTube. It's the best way to take in a program. Uh, apparently, like I that. didn't see all of it because I thought we left out the pink eye stuff. 
plenty of pink eye in there for you, my friend. Plenty of pink eye. Okay. Uh, for Chris Hassel, my name is Chris Williams, Matty Van Winkle, producing as always. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll be back next Tuesday. Iowa everywhere.